Welcome to the Out of the Basement Podcast, a show where a group of friends get together and talk about a variety of geeky topics. Find out what shows we've been watching, find out what movies we've seen, find out what games we're playing. Come along and join us. We hope you enjoy the show. All right, hello and welcome to another episode of the Out of the Basement Podcast. My name is always is Evan Turak, and today I'm joined by Patrick Gleason. Hey boys, welcome from PEI. Paul Sanders. Hello from my basement. <laughs> Patrick Krabs, ahoy. Hello from my basement. Oh my god, we're out of the basement, people. What are you doing? <laughs> Dwayne McKinnon? Um, it just so happens that my computer is in the basement as well. On the plus side, you know, Pat and I actually own the houses. So hey, I, I own the house I'm in as well. And yes, I know, but I'm just saying we may be in the basement, but we own the house. I, I am, I am actually also in the basement as well. That's so where I keep we're, my computer. We're, we're, lying we say, we're lying when we say out of the basement. Because Paul's in the, the basement too. You're the odd one out? Pat. I'm the only one that's not in the basement. <laughs> Oddly enough, at the new place that I'm going to, I'll be in the basement again. <laughs> <laughs> it's a life choice, really. It is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's 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 get started with our segment one. Uh, it's been about a month since we last recorded. Let's hear about what you guys have been up to. Apparently, we're starting with Gleason first because he has to run early. Go ahead, Pat. Yeah, unfortunately. Nah, nowadays, I'm with my brother and my mom, so there's, dinner is a hard time set, so can't avoid that. Um, well, been studying, been studying for an exam and moving, so I haven't done as much as I normally would be. Uh, I did start watching for on Prime Invincible Season 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, it's sort of an anime style, um, sort of, I, I guess. guess but... Well, it's animated, not anime. Yeah, uh, but it's definitely got the uh, hard tones to it. Uh, sort of, uh, mm-hmm. I did the boys was animated, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> well, I, I'm kind of liking how Invincible's deconstructing superheroes a bit more than uh, how the boys did it. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's I haven't seen it, actually... but I've read the comics. Yeah, it's, I was going to say it's based on comics. Um, and I like it. It's it's an interesting take on characters, and I mean, it also is somewhat realistic. If you're this, you know, power of Superman, and you punch a regular person, the, there's there's going to be pieces, you know, you have to pick up. Yeah, um, I I heard it went R, and that they're definitely doing Red Mist type scenarios. Yes, yes. Uh, but again, I mean, it's sort of one of those ones. If if the idea of Superman, because again, Omni Man is their version their world's super or their universe's superman take uh also watch one called chronicle 2067 um so basically what it is is earth has basically killed all of life pretty much all and they have to have manufactured oxygen to live off of in one small town they get a message from the future so it looks like there's a possibility of a cure and stuff like that so that's what the story is you know he's he's meant to be the savior but you know things of course aren't quite what they seem when he gets there or you know when he tries to do things uh so it's another one of those ones like can you change or is your fate set can you change it sort of idea then also watched um started started watching jujitsu <laughs> i wanted yeah, to talk I about this movie for that Oh my god. Like I can't finish it. It's oh it's Is it that bad? bad? It's that bad. So parts of it they try to do like a comic book feel with, you know, uh 
an image page with like the protagonist or the reunion or stuff like that. Um, the fighting, some of the fights is not badly choreographed because it's got Tony John in it mm -hmm. and that, and Frank Grillo. So those are okay. But it, every once in a while they switch to the first person view of the fight, and then they switch to like if someone's holding handheld camera in front of the person as they're running around doing stuff, and it, it switches back and forth between that to just a regular view of a fight you're trying to follow you're going wait who's who's fight who, who's fight am i watching it's hard to keep track of is that what you're saying because if that's the case then well i'm not sure how well i would want to uh watch that i can't keep track of what's going on did, did we lose pat he's he, he started talking and then he just kind of stopped yeah we probably did lose pat that's why i tried to carry it on but nobody else picked up on it <laughs> Oh, okay. I, yeah, I'm, I'm just being distracted. Okay, well, hopefully Pat will come back and maybe we'll continue with him. But, uh, Paul, you apparently have a, a not very much to talk about either, so why don't we go next to you? Well, he's back, sort of. There oh, Pat, are you back? Yeah, yeah that's the cat. <laughs> so... The cat protected you? Cat decided to... Like, I, I moved off uh, the protector for the on-off switch. Because I was Oops. doing other stuff, and I hadn't put it back in, and the cat decided, "Hey, you know where I'm gonna put my one paw on? <laughs> right there, right there, right now." That used to happen on my old computer all the time. <laughs> it's like, so. Anyways, I was saying about jujitsu. You never know what's happening. It's hard to follow the fight because they switch between first person, third person. You know, camera be shaky cam in front of the person's face as things are going on. It's really distracting. And let's just face it, the acting's not that great either. Well, yeah, it's uh, Nicolas Cage. He's he's barely in it, though, right? Really? Oh, yeah. I thought he was like, the main character. Oh, God, no, 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 no. Well, from the trailers that I saw, he looked, they made him look like the main character. They did that on purpose so people would go, Hey, yeah, cool, Nicolas Cage. I want to watch a Nicolas Cage movie. Like Brian Cranston in Godzilla. Yeah, it's, it's basically, yeah, he's barely uh, in the first half hour he was there for 10 15 seconds oh, okay <laughs> on the boat on a boat holding a holding a flashlight and then they rescue the guy and then but he disappears from the boat after that and you're like but wasn't it this cage on the boat that rescued the guy where, where did he go <laughs> where did he go <laughs> he, he was on the boat i'm expecting you know nicholas cage to talk to the guy they rescued nope and then for another 20 minutes you're going I guess he's not showing up again. Awesome. Tony Jaw shows up though. I love Tony Jaw. I will watch any movie he's in. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and he's he's doing okay. And like I said, it's just one of those ones where it, you're, it's hard to follow with what's going on and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, for gaming wise, haven't done too much besides a couple of uh, my Cyberpunk Red uh, scenario I'm running, yeah, based in twenty forty five. They haven't come anything else since the main rule book. I'm really hoping they come up with more. Um, but there might be licensing issues with the actual 2077 game. We'll see how that goes. And then haven't been able to run anything else for a while because of studying and that. And that's pretty much it for me. I'm pretty boring this time around. Okay, let's go on to Paul. Don't come to me, Harry. <clears throat> oh, we'll get um, the boring out of the way first. Yeah, well, don't worry about that. It's only going to be five minutes or less. Um, don't start the timer now, then, Paul. 
<laughs> it's going to be a running gag, and people are actually going to do it. He started like this, and then Devil edit it so that it is exactly like <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny. <laughs> Wait, my third time was saying something. No, no, we're done. Um, okay, so I have not been watching pretty much anything. Uh, I know uh, Patrick sent me a link to, or you recommended. I recommended, yes. Yeah, um, I think I've watched all of 45, 45 seconds to a minute of the first of that episode of that series, and oh, okay. I will get to it. But, hold on, hold on. What's the series? Uh, it's, take a while. it's called A Lull in the Sea. Yeah. A Lull yeah. in the Sea. So it's, a, it's an anime on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. Um, I struggled to get into it past that, but I probably didn't honestly give it enough, so that's mm -hmm. my fault. Um, I haven't even finished Age of, Sa uh, Age of Samurai yet. I'm like three episodes into it. It's like, what, six? Yeah, yeah, it's there. There is a lot of it. It's so good. Yeah, I've I was enjoying what I have seen of it. I just haven't finished it yet. Uh, the one thing I have finished, but that's only because I was watching it weekly as it was released, was uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, I want to watch that. I saw it. Uh, yeah, they they I believe they finished the season. At least it feels like they finished the season. Yeah, Fr they, Friday they was the last episode. Season, yes. Yeah. Friday was the, the last episode. I saw the first yeah. episode, but that was. Would have been last month's one, so I didn't want to talk about that again. So, to, to be honest with you, I'm not even sure if they're going to make another season or whether it's going to be like WandaVision, which is like a one shot. Mm -hmm. so, I thought WandaVision's going to, it's only one shot for WandaVision? I don't know. I've never actually watched it, but I'm th I thought it had wrapped up. So, I'm not sure. But um, they did kind of leave the Winter the Falcon and the Winter Soldier open to another, but they did wrap up a bunch of it. I could see them sort of putting it in there and then expanding upon it in another movie that might come out and not well, continue with another season. Captain America 4. Okay, well then this then, then this would probably open that up and make that movie make sense. If you don't if you don't watch this yeah. series, then when that movie comes out, you're going to be real confused. Cap Captain America 4 is still just a rumor, by the way. Oh, I thought yeah, it was an There's talk of it, but there's been no Actual Definitely. confirmation from Marvel. Yeah. Okay. If, like I said, if they do, then I suppose you might be able to get by with what how the the ending of Endgame was. Is it Endgame or yeah, yeah, Avengers yeah. Endgame? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Then um, I suppose you could do it, but it would make a lot more sense if you watch the watch the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So that's pretty much all I've seen um, in gaming. We haven't really done any gaming, I don't think, other than the Star Wars one. That's the only one I think I'm still in right now. And we haven't even played that since before our last recording. Yeah, exactly. So We were supposed to play two weekends Oops. ago, and then someone wasn't available. And then we rescheduled for last weekend, but someone didn't get the message and, and scheduled themselves for another game instead. <clears throat> we're not naming names. We're not, we're not naming and shaming. Big Discord. Anyway, um, we're, implying, we're implying shame. <clears throat> Whether or not said person feels shame. I don't feel shame because I didn't know. When you said reschedule, I'm like, okay, I was expecting you know, no, I, to say. No, I, I literally said like, reschedule for next week. No, it's actually a little bit reschedule then. <laughs> anyway, anyway that's, that's not important for the recording. That's not <laughs> So other than that, uh, video game-wise, we have been doing uh, Breakpoint. 
Um, really enjoying those Wednesday night thing or Tuesday night uh, streams, except for the fact that we don't really have anything. Like we get nothing accomplished. We tried doing the raids. <laughs> we still can't figure out how the raids work. The raids are so stupid that, uh, that I, we fail. I swear we we yeah. It's more entertaining to watch us just run around and do and try to accomplish just like small faction missions and the stupidity that ensues yeah I, I, I think we should switch to think, faction missions only I, I think that's what we'll probably just do because it seems to be easier the raid stuff i mean you're you're so focused in a raid anyway that it's just not as entertaining yeah. as the shenanigans that we get into <laughs> just <laughs> traveling around the, the island but um I've done a little bit of that. I've done a lot of stuff with Gavin recently. We were going to attempt a Space Engineers impromptu stream. Um, we did end up playing, but we didn't stream it because we were trying to figure out how to do it. Well, instead and of streaming it, you could always um, record it record. and just put yeah. it up on our Patreon site as content. That might be what happens. I wanted to start with the stream to see if people were actually interested sure. in it first and then switch it to Patreon only to carry on which is what we might do eventually but uh yesterday gavin convinced me to pick up uh wildlands which was the prequel to breakpoint uh set in bolivia well predecessor not prequel no it's the same characters it's nomad you're playing as nomads yeah but it's before what happens yes. in breakpoint it's the predecessor not a prequel a prequel okay. would be something that's created afterwards but talks about the past, whereas this uh, actually true. physically came out before. Yeah, it did come out, yes. But for me, it's a prequel because I played Player Comfort. <laughs> okay, fine. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um... As long as you uh, acknowledge you, that you're wrong. Yes, I will acknowledge I'm wrong. Okay. Um, <clears throat> it's... I don't know if... I'm pretty sure Pat would not like it. Um, Why not? Uh, because it is primarily like a stealth game. Well, that's you okay. I, I was doing stealth. You can't. Well. You can't go like balls to the walls. If you get detected, you'll die. Like the first, the first mission we had to do, Gavin and I, we died five times and didn't kill a single person, and there was only five enemies. Um, yeah, we couldn't figure out. Like, it, you get hit twice and you're dead. That's pretty much it. It's it's like. The immersive settings in Breakpoint cranked up to max. Oh wow! It's yeah. There's there's um, no marking of of enemies. You can't see them. You can see sort of like a red haze in the mini map, and that's it. Mm -hmm. Until they shoot you and you die. So <laughs> it's a it's a whole lot of like you gotta do recon and the drones that they give you, like we have in Breakpoint to do your recon. These things are like those, but like baby versions in terms of your battery lasts about 45 seconds, you have 50 feet of range, you can't do shit all with them. They're really big on you using your binoculars to do recon. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have to call it here, boys. Sorry. Okay. Ridiculous. Well, okay. Have so I Talk to you later. But, uh, okay, thank goodness it's... he's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I say every time. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, no, it's, and, it's good. And I, I just have to interject because Pat never actually listens to the podcast. Yeah, exactly. So he exactly. Hear that. He'll never that's know. What, that's that's why we say it. Um, but uh, yeah, it's 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 there's a lot of effects and least to Breakpoint in it, and it's 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 also very different. Um, Breakpoint is certainly, I think, better in terms of what they do. Mm -hmm. 
but um well that makes Wildlands, sense it's also newer right wildlands there's no healing option you have no health bar so you don't know when you're gonna die so the world kind of goes gray but like i said like three or four hits and you're done right. it's it's over it's all about you getting the drop on them you have to have the element of surprise or you're done there's no like running in doing a mass assault and hoping you're going to survive because you won't <laughs> it's it's just it's that um the helicopters uh and and driving um it's very similar the helicopters are way more realistic in wildlands than they're in breakpoint they take longer to spin up and to take off and whatnot. After you finally get into the air, it's pretty much identical to breakpoint. But it's that whole spin up process that mm -hmm. takes longer. So I, I kind of like that because it's more realistic than what it is in breakpoint. Cool. But but you probably you might like it, Dev. I don't know. You oh, probably... I guarantee it. If it's a stealth stealth game, I'll love it. Like um, it... go not Ghost Recon. Um... What the hell was that? That the, the other Tom Clancy game, Splinter Cell. Division? Splinter Cell is probably my yeah. absolute favorite game of all time. Um, not maybe not the first one, but uh, like I say, yeah. Splinter Cell two or maybe even three before it started getting into uh, more modern days and 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 yeah. they changed it quite a bit to to more of like an action game rather than a stealth game. Um, like I think uh, the one where you're breaking out of prison was the latest one, and I, that's the one I'm least fan of. But the, mm. the older versions, where it's like purely a stealth game, you hide in shadows, you sneak very quietly behind people, you snag them, you pull them into the shadows, you interrogate them, and then you cap them. I go, oh, I love that game. It's my absolute favorite. Well, this is, that's what I'm wondering, like, because I haven't played Wildlands single player. Mm -hmm. Gavin has. There's no lone wolf option. Oh, you always so... have a squad with you? you always have a squad with you. So mm -hmm. I don't know how stealthy it actually is. Okay. I've only experienced playing it with Gavin, like single player or like a co-op. Right. So it's just him and me. So we don't have the benefit of the other, the other three members of the team Okay. or however many, I'm not even sure how many it is in, in wildlands. But from what I understand, as soon as I like, I had a connection issue and I dropped out of the game we were playing yesterday. And as soon as I was gone, his AI companions were just there. Okay. They just sort of materialized. He's like, it's like I don't have an option. They're there, you know. You, it's not like Breakpoint gives you the option to go lone wolf. Yeah, I like I've I have I have never played that game with the AI guys. I've just never done it, and I probably never will because if I can't do it myself, you know, and I have to rely on the AI to save my ass, well, why am I playing the game, right? Uh, I had I, I had just... one mission where I had to turn the AI on. And then after I did, I just ended up soloing it anyway. I don't think they contributed at all to the battle. But I, I was getting yeah, well, killed that... so many times, and it was just getting so frustrating. I'm like, fuck it, I'm just going to turn them on. They'll help me get past this point, and then I'll be done with this stupid mission. But then I just did it all by myself, basically. Yeah, well, that was the same thing with, like, um, I remember Gavin saying that he did, he fought Walker before he was supposed to fight Walker. Mm -hmm. And I think he spent most of it dead while yeah. his companions killed walker and did all the work oh, okay so and i'm just like well where's the fun in that where why did you bother playing it then if you're yeah. just gonna watch the ai fight the ai <laughs> like so you know i that's why i'm sort of kind of hesitant to try to do anything in wildlands alone mm -hmm. because i'd be stuck with the ai doing stuff right 
So plus Gavin seems to tell me that he's played it with you know he's played it by himself and he says he says you can play it and it's fun but it's not as much fun as playing with somebody else. Sure. So I probably won't if I can't lone wolf it then I'm not even gonna bother okay. playing it solo, I don't think. So five minutes, huh? Well <laughs> I found a little bit more. But like I said, you can edit it down to five minutes. No, it's cool. <laughs> that that's actually work that I don't feel like doing, so I'll just leave it in. That's <laughs> not here, so I had to talk for a little bit longer. Give me ten. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, speaking of Pat, let's move on to you, Mac. What have you been up to? Okay. Um, well, uh, as far as shows that I've been watching, yeah, I've been watching Invincible, like uh, like Pat. Um, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I look forward to when it comes out, but it uh, definitely is. Uh, a grittier kind of show. It uh, it shows a lot of realism to what would be going on there. Um, I think one thing that I do, I, I said before that I, I like it as a deconstruction of superhero, the superhero genre better than the boys. And the main reason for that is that most of the heroes actually are trying to be heroes. Right. Uh, so they're not, you know, just taking advantage of their special abilities. They are trying to do good for the world and for the community and that I think is pretty good they're not completely and, amoral exactly and the uh, super secret uh, government organization while they are all dicks they are also working towards the greater good uh, they're not necessarily trying to be uh, you know our country over all the others they, they it is an American perspective on things but uh, you know they do have influence uh, elsewhere in the world, from what we can see, or at least they have the the free the the freedom to go wherever they want in the world to deal with the superheroes, and nobody seems to be objecting to that. Um, been uh, following Supergirl, um, so that it's the last season. Uh, it's kind of interesting right now because while it's her show, she's actually playing a very minor role in everything that's going on, uh, because she got herself stuck somewhere. I, I don't want to give away too much about it for anybody who's who's wanting to watch it but isn't following it uh, so far. Um, Batwoman is looking pretty interesting as well. Uh, they, uh, I am liking the new uh, Batwoman. She she brings a, a difference to uh, to the role because she isn't connected to the Wayne family or the the Kane family at all, uh, and she is you know, a street-level origin. Uh, so she has a new perspective on the crime-fighting side of things. Um, uh, yeah, and, uh, you know, they, they still have all the old characters, so they're they're doing dealing with the loss of Ruby Rose fairly well, I think. Um, let's see, other TV shows. Well, I talked about uh, A Lull in the Sea, uh, an anime on Netflix. It's been there for a little while, for a few months. Um, so basically it's about uh, four junior high school friends that uh, come from a village that is under the sea. Um, and I can understand why Paul was saying it was hard to, to get into it because uh, you're not quite what, sure uh, in the first episode uh, exactly what the relationship is with the uh, village in the sea and the village on the surface uh, and things can get a little confusing. Uh, basically, the, the show opens up with uh, the kids having uh, had their undersea junior high closed down, so now they're going to the surface world. Uh, 
and they're wanting to make sure that they're you know they're still honoring the their old high school by wearing their old uniforms rather than new uniforms um and so it was a little confusing about exactly what that relationship is but yes the the people on the surface know completely everything there is to know about the people under the water um and vice versa uh, so that and they interact with each other quite frequently um and uh one of the big issues going on is that uh people from under the water are building relationships with people like romantic relationships with people from the surface and so they have to leave underwater because the children that result from those relationships are going to be surface people they're not going to be able to survive under the water so you know you fall in love and build a family on, with someone from the surface then you are basically being exiled from the village because you can't live you can't live there with your family anymore uh, because the children won't be able to survive underwater um, and you know it's it's a it's a romance uh, uh, anime. The uh, the four friends all have uh, romantic interests in the other, but they're of course you know being an anime are too shy to talk about it and, and ex expose themselves to what might happen if they actually come on come clean about their feelings. And then there's a fifth wheel that gets introduced right at the beginning. Um, and he starts complicating all these relationships and everything as well. So uh, it's basically an ex the whole series is an exploration of change, the change that comes from adolescence, the change of you know, keeping childhood friendships and moving on to romantic relationships and so on. Um, so I, I really enjoyed it. I, I practically binged it. I, it. It did have a slow start, but uh, it, it was a, an enjoyable film or uh, series. Um, let's see, gaming-wise, not a whole lot. Uh, so we, in, as far as the uh, Wednesday night game goes, we've sort of uh, resolved the issue with Steve. He's he's back in, um, uh, but we have lost uh, Gavin and his wife because apparently they find Pathfinder to be too complicated to play. Um, we're supposed to have a game session happening on Wednesday, but uh, one of the players, Craig, is an accountant, and it's tax season, and he's <laughs> just going to be way too busy with work to actually play. So uh, we're going to be down to two players, and I'm not too sure if we want to do that for two sessions in a row, especially when it's going to be a different set of two players. So I'm, I've put it out there that maybe we should delay it for a couple of weeks, and I haven't heard back from anybody really uh let's see um i did pick up a couple of or paizo's newest releases uh so there is the um the uh lost omens ancestry guide opening up <coughs> excuse me some new uh some new uh ancestries so new races that you can play in the game uh the new ones are androids which is you know just like from uh, from uh, starfinder uh, Aphorites, who are, believe, connected to the plane of shadow. Uh, Beastkin. So these are people who are part animal, part human. Uh, fetchlings. Oh, no, sorry. It's the fetchlings that are from the, uh, the, the uh, plane of shadow. Uh, Aphorites are uh, forged by axiomites, so they're very lawful. 
flesh warps are people who have been exposed one way or another, maybe through alchemy, maybe through magic, uh, to uh, mutations. They're basically uh, a mutant race. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Ganzi, which are born of uh, mortals who mingled with the incohate beings of the maelstrom. So they're, uh, you know, they basically look like uh, people with some uh, other uh, attributes to them. Like uh, the main picture you've got here is a woman who's got a lizard tail. Uh, Jinikin, so this is a mixed race. Uh, so basically uh, mixing yourself with the, the jinn. So Freaks and Jin and so on. So you're an elemental type. Uh, let's see. Oreids. Just taking a look through this. Um, oh, yeah. So they're uh, uh, Shaitan or Crystal Dragon ancestors. So uh, connection to the plane of Earth. Um, so a lot of elemental races, uh, Kitsune, so the foxes with the seven tails, uh, and sprites is an option as well now, and uh, Strix, which is kind of a birdman uh, sort of race. So those are the new races that are available. So I, I do, they are increasing a lot of the ancestries. That, that certainly makes a, a lot of variety. Um, and then there's also Beastery 3, which I picked up. That was just a very... Uh, recent release, a whole lot of monsters. Uh, they so they include Clockwork, which are kind of like the D and D version, the, the constructed uh, race again. Uh, the name of them is off the top or dropping off. The, I'm forgetting it. Warforged. <laughs> That's thinking Warforged. Yes, Warforged is what I was thinking of. Um, and there are a few other uh, races that are looking like they might be uh, planning to turn them into uh, available ancestries as well. Um, and for uh, the members of the part of uh, my Wednesday night group, uh, the uh, they have uh, reintroduced Dibix, which is uh, everyone's favorite, uh, one of the um, more favorite. Uh, enemies that uh oh, for... run across <laughs> you're joking right no however they are not uh demons they are now undead but basically the same sort of uh, a way of operating i hate those things <laughs> i knew you would <laughs> so yeah lots of uh lots of new things to uh, try out uh in pathfinder and to throw against people um, we have made a major step as far as the game itself is going, as far as the campaign is going, uh, because the uh, party has managed to uh, make it to the uh, the mansion, the summer retreat, basically, of the uh, royal family of the emperor, the usurper emperor. Uh, and now they're trying to figure out what's going on because they've heard rumors that the people are acting weird there. They haven't actually experienced any of that weirdness yet, but uh, it's going to be coming. <laughs> um, let's see. And that pretty much is it, because I haven't done anything new on the gaming front or you know, computer games. Um, and uh, I haven't been watching any movies. All That's uh, how it's been for me for the last month. Okay, let's move on to Dwayne. Um. 
Not a lot happening, uh, as has been usual for the past few months. Um, I have been watching a few things. Um, finally got around to finishing the season of Roswell, New Mexico. And I enjoyed that. I am curious as to just where they're going for season three. Uh, I finished the previous season of Supergirl. So, Pat, I know where she's stuck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and, you know, it was it was decent. Uh, I may try to get uh, caught up on the current season. I'm intrigued uh, because Jason Bear is uh, guest starring in the current storyline. Um, Bear played Max in the original Roswell and also popped up as uh, one of the uh, mains men on Roswell, New Mexico. So uh, he's having a bit of a career resurgence thanks to the CW. So <laughs> I find that interesting. Um, and that uh, also I managed to watch all of Falcon and Winter Soldier as it came out. So uh, I really enjoyed that. Um, the final episode that came out on Friday really sets up a lot of stuff going forward. Um, some twists here and there. Uh, I really hope that they keep building on it, whether through the rumored Captain America 4 movie or through uh, another season of Falcon Winter Soldier. Um, yeah, no, uh, really good stuff uh, so far. You know, Marvel is two for two with the Marvel Studios Disney Plus series. On the reading front, um, I've been writing a lot of comics lately, so nothing really new to report uh, with uh, Marvel Unlimited. I think I've moved on to September 2013, but that's not a great rate of progress. Um, still reading a bunch of Jim Butcher. I'm currently on his first uh, short stories collection, Small Cases, which is good stuff. I'm taking a bit of a break from it at the moment. Uh, got a little curious about a book that's been in my collection for a while. And so I, what happened with this book is that uh, I bought it because the description was that it was a five book collection of the whole series. Um, series being Susan Cooper's The Darkest Rising sequence for a really good price. I bought it and it turned out that all it was was book two, also called The Darkest Rising. Um, but the listing was completely messed up. The ASIN number was for the collection. The description was for the collection. It wasn't the collection. So I got in touch with Kobo and got my money back. Uh, but they never took the book back. The book's been in my collection ever since. 
So it's a Newberry Medal winner. So I was flipping through what I haven't read on my Kobo and got a little curious. So I borrowed the first book from the library and now I'm reading the first book and I'm planning on reading the second one uh, coming up pretty soon. On the gaming front, uh, I've restarted Breath of the Wild because I never really got anywhere. And my daughter wiped out my account. So <laughs> all, 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 all the progress I'd made was gone. I'm not saying there was a lot of progress, but there was some. I'd gotten off the Great Plateau, but that's all gone. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Madeline was apparently unimpressed that I hadn't played in a couple of months. And so she decided I didn't need the account anymore. <laughs> So I've, I've tried to disabuse her of that notion. <laughs> it's not like my account was taking up a heck of a lot of storage on the Switch. So it's like, leave my account alone. Um, but that's pretty much it on the video game front. Um, on that, one of these days, I really need to get back to, you know, little things like trying to finish off uh, Shadowrun, um, Dragonfall or Hong Kong. I think I'm on Hong Kong. Yeah, that sort of thing. Man, I haven't touched those um, games in so long. Yeah. Um, on the role-playing game front, uh, I have been doing a lot of Earth Dawn lately, uh, but I still do a bit here and there. I've been doing a little bit more Pathfinder lately. Uh, Pat was talking about his every couple of weeks campaign. And I've been enjoying that. I also created a character for use in Pathfinder Society play, which is kind of similar to the whole West Marches thing that I do with Earth Dawn, except it's a lot more organized and it's a lot more widespread. I believe I've talked about it a bit before. Uh, Paizo, the company that creates Pathfinder, um, sponsors Pathfinder Society and helps uh, coordinate things a bit. And so I've played my Alchemist five times, uh, most recently just yesterday. Uh, you get to level up every three games. So he's second level now. Um, yesterday, however, I kind of goofed. I signed up not remembering that I'd actually played the thing before, mm -hmm. which is a no-no in society play. But uh, so if there had been someone on the waiting list, I would have stepped aside and let the person on the waiting list play. But there wasn't anyone. So they just let me play for no credit. And I still had fun. Uh, it was interesting because the last time I played it, I was level one. This time I was level two. It definitely made a difference. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, so I'm, I'm really enjoying it that character and just uh, seeing where it will go. Because uh, as, as, as I think I've mentioned before, in the Wednesday Night Pathfinder, we started out at 12th level, mm -hmm. which is a major difference from trying to build up a character from the start. Yeah. And, the, and the rate of advancement in Pathfinder society is pretty quick. So. Yeah, so I'm enjoying that. Uh, 
really and truly, that's about it that I've got for weeks in the hobby. I've got uh, one or two things for news and rumors. Okay, well then let's move on to me. I've got uh, a fair number of things to talk about. Um, not really much going on in the way of role-playing other than my usual weekday um, Star Wars games. So the Monday Night Game and the Thursday Night Game, those are both going pretty strong. Uh, the Monday Night Game has taken a bit of a hiatus. We've played maybe four times all year just with people's schedules. Um, one person actually ended up catching a mild form of COVID, and so she was out for a while. So it's it's been a struggle trying to get the group together. Uh, there are like maybe two players who are actively always available, and then the other two are kind of 50-50 here and there. And unless we have at least three players available, I usually don't want to play the game or run the game for them. So it's it's been sporadic. The Thursday night game, far more regular. Um, everyone's usually available most nights. Uh, I don't think we've had anyone miss a night in quite a while, other than like if I have like a work schedule or not work, but uh, if I have a uh, scheduling thing because I'm going out of town or something, then we'll uh, we'll, we'll take a break from that. Um, so, but other than that, I haven't really played any other role-playing games. For computer games, uh, other than the ones we've already talked about, which is mainly um, uh, Breakland, Breakfall, Break, whatever, Breakpoint, Breakpoint. Uh, other than that, the only other game I've really played over the past uh, month is uh, the 2019 version of the F1 <laughs> video game, which is like a simulator for Formula One, um, mainly because I, I rewatched the entire three series of Formula One Drive to Survive, which is the most incredible um, docu-series I've seen about, or actually more documentary series, I've seen about a sport that I have no real interest in. So up until I started watching the show, I'd never really gotten into Formula One. I mean, I, I knew some of the players, like everyone knows about Michael Schumacher, but I've, I've never really sat down and watched like a full race or anything. It's, it's, it hasn't been something that, that, that it's interested me. And then I started watching this series just basically on a whim because it was on Netflix and I didn't have anything else that I wanted to watch. And the episodes are relatively short so we could watch it like at lunchtime or whatever when, when uh, Jennifer was off work. And we just got super sucked into it. And so um, I picked up the game a while ago, um, back when it was the most recent version of the game. So before the 2020 version came out. Uh, we've watched all three uh, seasons twice through now. The last last time we watched it, basically all three seasons back to back over the course of like maybe a week and a half. And it's just totally wanted me to get into the game. So I started playing uh, some Formula One. That's the only video <laughs> game though. <laughs> Uh, as for movies, um, I've watched a couple. Uh, I watched, <laughs> I don't really know why, because I don't really even like Godzilla movies, but we sat down and watched the Godzilla King of the Monsters movie that came out last year, and mm. it's pretty good. If you like kaiju movies, that is a good kaiju movie. Yeah. Like, like I, I had a good time watching that. Um, it, some of the action's just out of this world. It's wild. Uh, some of it doesn't make sense. Like, why is there a a organization that's keeping these monsters hidden while another one is trying to destroy the whole world by releasing like the, the, the whole reasons for people doing things is a little whack but i mean it's almost like well, uh, thanos level uh we, had, we need to destroy the world in order to save humanity type of thing it's uh it's weird the organization that's uh, trying to keep the monsters under control Monarch. was actually introduced in, yeah that was introduced in uh in the, the king kong movie 
Uh, actually, I think it was introduced before that as well, because uh, this is the, the King of the Monsters movie is a sequel to the 2017 or 2016 uh, version that came out. Um, the one that had Brian Cranston, who died in like the opening minutes of the movie. Um, yeah. So I, I, I'm pretty sure Monarch was a organization even in that movie as well. So, I mean, it's 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 been around for a while. Just their motivations aren't exactly... Uh, they don't really make sense, but whatever. It doesn't matter. It's it's an action movie. You don't really worry about plot. <laughs> uh, speaking of movies where you don't need to worry about plot, I fucking watched the the Mortal Kombat movie last night, and it is <laughs> fucking awesome. If you've ever played this video game and you know about the characters and you know some of those cool moves and stuff they do, like they do actual real recreations of their actual game moves. Like Sub-Zero does this one move where he creates a clone of himself made out of ice and then disappears and then you end up attacking that clone. They fucking did that in the movie. He has a uh, like a final ultimate ability where you hook um, uh ice daggers i guess into into someone's stomach and then build an ice wall and then chuck them through the ice wall that was fucking in the movie fucking lu kang's dragon the fire breathing dragon was in the fucking movie like i mean if you've ever played this game and and you know about these moves you will fucking go out of your mind watching this movie they, they did such a good job Again, plot is irrelevant, plot is stupid, but holy fuck was this an amazing movie. I loved it. So I, I, I give that so, a... Go ahead. I gotta ask, was it as much fun as the first one? Uh, it's like a thousand times better than the first one. The first one maybe more was more fun. Because it was, it was, it it didn't take itself quite as seriously. Like this game treats the subject matter as if it's like of vital importance. Like out, Outland uh, is about to destroy the the known world, the mortal realm, and uh, or Earth Earth realm, whatever it's called. And if these guys don't, you know, defeat these unstoppable creatures, then humanity is fucked. So it takes itself a little bit more seriously. But it it was good. Because yeah. I, I I love that first film. Oh, oh the the God, first was... the, that first movie is like a cult classic movie. It's it's uh it's like a B grade action flick. This is this takes itself far more seriously. This is more of like a blockbuster uh, movie. And seriously, fucking awesome. Like I really really liked it. Um, this morning uh, we end up watching a movie called Stowaway. This is also on Amazon. Um, or Amazon Prime, I should say. Uh, so Stowaway is a movie about a mission to Mars. Uh, this three-man uh, capsule is on a two-year journey to get to Mars, and then uh, w there's the mission commander and then a couple of um, university professors slash scientists who are, you know, one of them is a doctor, one of them is doing uh, botanical studies. So the three of these guys are, are on their way to, uh, to Mars, and then they're going to be doing some uh, research work on the way and when they get there. But it turns out there's um, a technician from the company that launched the, uh, the the mission who got stuck inside the ship after as it launched, and he was knocked unconscious and didn't, he didn't realize. And he he basically is along with them, and well, they don't have enough, you know, oxygen. They don't have enough food. Like they're 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 they manage to kind of uh, make 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 do with what they have in order to try to get to Mars and of course something bad happens and then some of their oxygen gets uh, lost so now they're in a, in a blind panic trying to figure out how to either get more oxygen they decide they're not going to be able to make it to Mars not all of them ha are going to live one of them is going to have to give up their life basically it's it's uh, it's a really good movie 
Anna Kendrick is one of the uh, the actors in the movie. Tony Collette is one of the actors in the movie. Um, and then Daniel Day Kim, who's another a pretty famous um, character actor, he's in the movie. Like these are, it's a it's a great plot. Uh, the movie's a little slow, um, so it, hopefully you're not looking for like a a blockbuster action adventure movie because this is not one of those. It's it's like most of the other space movies that we've reviewed and talked about on the show. Um, parts of it are just kind of plotting right there it's just it's them they're in space they have a two-year mission uh that they're that they've embarked on and the day just becomes kind of repetitive and is a, a daily grind and it just kind of so the, the movie's a little slow and i actually really appreciated that aspect of it they, they, it wasn't all like adrenaline 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 there were adrenaline moments where there was adrenaline but it wasn't like the uh the they, they weren't um the focal point of of the the movie it was more about the, the people who are on this journey so that was really good uh, i'm interested in seeing it actually because uh the technician is played by shamir anderson yes who's a very up-and-coming canadian uh he played in dolls on one on herb okay uh, yeah, he was good. Um, all the uh, basically the, mo the whole movie is just the four of them. In fact, there aren't even any voices. So when, whenever they're talking back to Earth, um, you only hear their side of the conversation. So you're basically in that capsule along with them. Uh, so that that was an interesting part of what they did. They only they only showed their half of uh, any conversations that are being had. It was it was good. It relied on the actors a lot to uh, to kind of um, uh, do their job. And, uh, and all the actors did an excellent, excellent job at it. Uh, and then the last movie I want to talk about is called Frozen, but it's not the Frozen you may think of when you think the word Frozen. It's not <laughs> Disney. It's not uh, about ice princesses. This actually is a, uh, it's more of like a, a horror survival movie. Uh, it's about these, um, these two best friends and the girlfriend of one of the best friends who tags along on a ski trip. Um, and they're up in the, uh, in the mountains somewhere and it's the middle of winter. And um, they kind of bribe the chairlift guy to give them like one last ride up the mountain as the, the park is starting to shut down. But the park shuts down while they're still on the chairlift. And it's Sunday and the park doesn't open again until the following week. So they start freaking out. I mean, there's no one around, nothing, nothing they can do. And so they, they try to survive however they can. And it is a brutal movie. Um, uh, there are wolves involved. I'll, 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 I'll say that there are wolves involved, which is weird because it's a ski hill that's populated and people use regularly, but whatever, somehow immediately wolves show up and start and they're ravenous, they're ravenous wolves. Um, anyway, so it's a survival movie and it's brutal. I'll, I'll leave it at that. I, I don't know if I would say it was great. Uh, but it was good. I liked it. Uh, Jimmy Olsen from, uh, from, um, the Clark and Lois, Superman, Lois and Super, La Super Lois and Clark. What was that movie called, or that, that TV show called? Lois, with, uh... Lois and Clark. Yeah, the Adventures of Superman. Yeah, that's the one. So Jimmy Olsen from that is one of no, sorry, Jimmy Olsen from the from Smallville. Smallville is uh, is oh, one okay. of the characters. Anyway, it's good. Okay. I, I really liked it. Um, but yeah, um, yeah uh, one of the Ashmore brothers. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, I don't remember his first name, but he, his last name is definitely Ashmore. Uh, he's also on, um, uh, Paul, what's that, uh, what's that space show that we like, uh, the, either the bounty hunters or the other one. Um, he's, 
He's in um, Kill Killjoys. Uh, yeah, Killjoys. Uh, Killjoys. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's the one. Yeah, where they're, where they're bounty hunters. He's he's the yeah, anyway. He's a good actor, and that was a, a, a terrible but brutal movie. I mean, good but brutal movie. Uh, moving on to TV shows, um, I started watching the show again on Amazon Prime called Pandora. Uh, it's about uh, it's, it takes place in the year twenty one ninety nine. Um, Earth has kind of become a spacefaring species. Or, uh, species i guess uh they've encountered a few cosmic aliens which they've uh, made friends with um they have a space space force training program or something uh and this this girl is um uh her entire uh city or, or settlement is, is wiped out and so she ends up joining and becoming a, a student at this uh this earth 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 space training academy or something so it's similar to starfleet basically um and it's it's mainly a it's a cw show so it's about you know late teens or early 20s uh kind of thrown together into a environment and their social interactions and their loves and whatever and then there's also like this overarching thing going on it's actually pretty good i've watched the first season uh i didn't even realize the second season had come out um i haven't started watching that yet but uh that's probably next on my list it was good i liked it um, I also started watching the first season of a show called The Greenhouse Academy. Um, again, this is about um, kids in high school, or I, I guess early, no, it's got to be high school because I think they're supposed to be 15 or 16, who go to this elite academy where they're training world leaders. They, they, they don't go to regular classes. They don't learn about math or whatever. They have... Uh, they're all their kind of instructions are more about politics or or um historical figures and people and whatever um I, I, there there is other like math and stuff involved in, in their learning as well but they don't focus on that in as part of the show um it's it's interesting you have to go through like this weird entrance exam in order to get in um one of the uh, the, the two main characters basically um, are a brother and sister and their mom was uh, this astronaut who in the first episode dies um, in a ch like a challenger like uh, explosion that happens when the shuttle is being launched into space and she is an alumnus of this academy so um, so kind of to to honor her the son definitely wants to go and the girl kind of lucks into going uh, and it's it's partially a basketball movie at the same time because there's this um, academy team which which uh, has like intramural games against other academy teams or something. I don't know. It's a weird show, um, but it, it's another one of those high school teen dramas which I love to watch. So I got into season one of that. There's four seasons, so I still have a few more to go. Um, I did watch uh, WandaVision. I haven't started um, Falcon and Winter Soldier yet, but I did finally get down and, and watch all of WandaVision, and it was phenomenal. They did such a good job weaving that story together, uh, going through all these different... Um, like I, Anyone who's seen any sort of trailers for it knows that it, it there, there's sort of like a sitcom element to it at the very beginning, and then you're trying to figure out, you know, why are they doing uh, almost like a complete reenactment of Bewitched? And then it kind of moves on to um, I, 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 a sitcom from the 60s, and moves on to like a sitcom from the 70s, 80s. And it, it as the story unfolds and you realize what's happening and why it's happening, it makes perfect sense that the, the writers did an excellent job weaving that together uh, to make it 
even though it's like the the styles of of how the show is being shot are completely disjointed and different uh it makes a, a very cohesive whole as you get near the end so that was that was very very good i really like that um i also started watching a i think it's a dutch or belgian show called thieves in the woods it has an actual different name um uh someone someone Vanderkamp or vandalint vandalish anyway it's a famous historical figure from i think um uh the netherlands uh, or that area he's kind of like their their version of robin hood he uh it's it's medieval times um he he's a soldier who comes back and finds that his mom was a servant uh, has died and uh, tries to find out uh kind of where she is and what happened to her and um becomes branded an outlaw somehow and goes in off to the woods to uh to escape justice or whatever is happening in town um it it looks very interesting i've only seen the first episode so far but uh it it's i think it's a show that i'm going to enjoy watching and then last but not least actually I two more shows to talk about uh i started watching also on amazon prime space 1999 <laughs> 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 oh my god it's so good it's um basically if you like star trek the original series of star trek it's it's a very similar type of feel to the get to the uh, show uh, it's a space organization they have a, a base on the moon and uh think there's a virus going on in in the, the colony and they're trying to figure out what's happening it's very good very good show uh the classic 70s cheesy uh tv uh, and then the very last show I want to talk about, unfortunately, it's a show that's been canceled, so I don't think there's ever, ever, ever actually going to be a second season, but it's a show about high school competitive cheerleading <laughs> called Dare Me. Uh, so it's like a, a, a the, the premise of it is all about this, uh, this high school squad of cheerleaders and uh, a new coach is hired and brought into the, uh, the organization to get them ready for regionals and then on to uh, uh, states and then whatever i don't even know how you progress as a competitive cheerleader but uh so this this woman has a kind of a mysterious past and um uh she ends up having an affair with one of the marine recruiters who are kind of for some reason stationed in the high school and then um two of the uh the, the stars of the uh the the, the cheerleading squad end up well one of them ends up befriending her and the other one kind of has a very adversarial relationship with her because they've been best friends and now this woman is taking her best friend's time away from her and um and and you know taking over her squad is how she refers to it and then there's like a murder that happens so it's 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 one of those um weird um background uh stuff happening but the main focus is on the interpersonal relationships between these these high school cheerleading cheerleaders uh, I, I don't know if there's a theme showing to the, the the shows that i've been watching but there's there tends to be a lot of like high school dramas for some reason that's what i've been focusing on for the past uh, month or so anyway that's the last of the shows i want to talk about all right so before we go any further uh, before we start segment two why don't we do our uh monthly shout out our patreon shout out uh this week uh since we've been putting her off uh, this entire time we're gonna have to give it i think to aisha I, I, no no what do you no. mean no no 
We, we got Joe. Let's give it to Joe. Man, you, we, you guys do this to me every time. Okay, fine. Uh, <laughs> apparently, we're going to give it to Extreme Gamer Joe, our, our good buddy Joe Medima, who uh, runs the Canadian Tabletop Championship and is one of the uh, leaders in uh, the Royal Tabletop Regiment here in um, here in Ottawa. Uh, I I'm think... looking forward to getting back to that once covid's over yeah uh once once we're able to actually have large gatherings uh getting the canadian tabletop championship is definitely a priority uh we had such a great time the last time we were there and we're really looking forward mm -hmm. to uh the next year's iteration so it's gonna have to be 2021 unfortunately because i mean it's already passed it, it, it would have been a couple weeks in ago 22 you mean I mean, tw yeah, 2022. I'm, st I st I'm still stuck in 2020. <laughs> I, I swear, even though I know it's 2021 now. Everybody's stuck in 2020. Yeah. yeah. There we are. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the year that never ended. <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps going. All right. We'll skip 2021 and suddenly it'll be 2022. And we're like, where did 2021 go? It was just a continuation of 2020. Exactly. 2020.2, <laughs> 20, you know? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what it was. All right. Let's, uh, let's just move on to segment two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dwayne, what do you got? Uh, so the main thing is an interesting deal between Sony and Disney, which is going to uh, see a number of Sony Pictures Entertainment properties uh, be streamed through Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I'd, I'd heard about this. Um, uh, the old X-Men movies, I think, are coming. No, no, no. The X Men movies are all. Well, part that's of Fox. that's Fox. That's and, Fox. You're right. Right. And they're already there. Yeah, you can no, you can watch all the X Men stuff on Disney Plus. I think they might even have Logan. I'm not sure on that point. Um, no, but uh, so the Sony Spider Man films, right? Spider Man, in, including Spider Man Homecoming and Spider Man Far From Home which are the MCU collaborations, are all going to be on Disney+. Plus. So it basically means that Disney+, Plus will be the home of everything in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That makes sense. Uh, so, you know, that's kind of interesting. It's always interesting to see Sony and Marvel working together because it means there's a possibility they'll work together on more Spider-Man stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, there's there's already a third movie in the in the works. Oh yeah. Well, the third movie I think is finished filming. Okay. Um. So, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um. Uh, in other news, uh, I'll couch it in very vague terms for spoilers, uh, but a character who popped up in Falcon Winter Soldier was apparently supposed to make her debut in Black Widow. So she's in that film, but mm. uh, Black Widow, of course, has been delayed. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see, still on the Marvel movie side, um, they dropped a new trailer for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Mm -hmm. And it looks fun. Uh, uh, it stars Simu Liu from Kim's Convenience. And uh, Marvel dropped the trailer on his birthday and apparently didn't tell him about it. <laughs> nice. 
<laughs> like they drop the trailer by saying, "Hey, Simi Lou, happy birthday! Hope you like your present." <laughs> there's the trailer. I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. I'm actually not sure. So, so yeah. So there's all that stuff going on. Um, work is continuing on the Peacemaker series that is following up uh, James Gunn's Suicide Squad. And Gunn is apparently very enthusiastic about it on social media and apparently is having a heck of a lot of fun. And if James Gunn is having fun, then I'm probably going to enjoy watching it. <laughs> so. Uh, the only thing I have is that, um, and this is really not that important, uh, MechWarrior 5 Mercenaries is soon coming to Steam, so I'll be able to get back into the, the pilot, the cockpit of a mech and uh, and start blasting things. I'm really looking forward to that. It's been out for uh, a little over a year now, uh, but it was only available on the Epic Store, and, and since we're boycotting the Epic Store because of their, um, their exclusivity requirements, um, I, I had no interest in, uh, in, in giving them money. So uh, as soon as it comes to Steam, I think I will be picking it up. I'm very much looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Anyone else have anything else? Yeah. The, only, the only thing I have to do with the Epic Store is that they're kind of the exclusive thing for Magic the Gathering. Okay. And it was like Arena, and it was a lot... I couldn't get the standalone installer to work under Wine, but I could use a open source Epic client called Legendary to just download it. Okay. And it comes downloaded in an already, it's basically a directory and that's all you need to play the game is that directory. Mm -hmm. It works really well at Wine, so. Listen, I'm not going to hate you because you decided to spend money on the Epic Store. You're welcome. No, no, no. It's free. No, oh, okay. I, I, I get I, it. I, I, I have spent no money. Gotcha. Good. Then mm. then I, I hate you less than someone who has spent money. No, I'm kidding. I don't hate you. <laughs> I'm not going to yeah. let something like that but, actually interfere uh, with my life. Yeah. Um, in gaming news on a personal level, uh, FreeBSD 13.0 release just came out, and they've done a lot of work on the Linux emulation stuff. So apparently a number of people have got uh, Steam for Linux running on FreeBSD. Oh, cool. But uh, I haven't I haven't tried it out for myself yet, so I don't know if any of the Linux games I've got there will end up working. Uh, but, uh, for example, I can now run Chrome on my FreeBSD box for the first time, which is useful only for the fact that uh, it means I can run Netflix, Disney+, Plus, Amazon Prime, anything like that on my desktop without going through the hoops of running it in a virtual machine. So it's... Nice. Uh, that's how I watched Falcon and Winter Soldier on Friday, for example. Cool. But yeah. Uh, other than that, I haven't heard of anything new in production or anything of major interest. Uh, I do know that 
They had the backdoor pilot for the painkiller spinoff from Black Lightning. I don't know how well it did. I don't know if they're planning on going forward with it. I do think it's kind of a shame that they're ending Black Lightning after only three seasons. Well, Netflix uh, seems to insist on making me watch that show because every time I log into Netflix, a, a thing pops up on my screen saying, hey, you so you haven't finished watching Black Lightning yet. Why don't you finish watching Black, Black Lightning? I'm like, okay, if I wanted to watch Black Lightning, I'd be watching Black Lightning. <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, yeah, Netflix nag mode is kind of annoying. It is very <laughs> annoying. Like, I don't need a pop-up on my screen saying, hey, don't forget about this uh, this show that you were watching. I'll get to it when I get to it. Yeah. I don't know if I get inundated by emails from them. Oh, I've turned, I've, I've turned off any sort of emails from Netflix. I will admit that sometimes I'll, I'll catch it. Like, if it's something that's new, because I don't switch on Netflix often enough to see what's new, and then sometimes they're just like, oh, I would really like to watch that. So I kind of like the emails for that, but if it doesn't catch my eye, then I immediately. So. Hmm. Okay, do you, guys, do you guys have a segment three you want to talk about? Any any issues that you want to bring to the, the, the round table? Any... Uh... Any discussions you want to have? I mean, with with COVID, it's been pretty limited. The stuff that we've brought to the table so far, but just in case, I'm I'm putting it out there. <clears throat> They're about to change my work hours, which means every second Saturday. So hold on, you you cut out. Will what? <clears throat> every second Saturday, I won't be available for anything. Are you serious? Why are you allowing your work to treat you like this? I don't understand. Yeah. It is what it is. That's insane. Man. I don't want to get into a, a debate about my work. Because <laughs> <laughs> that just that just makes me mad. I have to deal with that with my parents every day. So. Well, I think maybe I'm going to side with parents on this. <laughs> Trust I, yeah, I don't know why I'm not siding with them either. So. It's just with, you know, with COVID right now trying to find a stable job when I already have one with some really decent uh, benefits and stuff. Sure. It just doesn't feel like a risk I'm willing to take to lose that right now. Okay. So And it's true. I'm just, um, the other yeah. field that you could go into is basically construction, right? And construction right now yeah. is completely on hold because of uh, because of COVID. So perhaps, oh, yeah. uh, perhaps it's better. <clears throat> Unless Based it's, on all the houses going up around me, I know it's not completely on hold. Uh, it's supposed to be the when we went to this latest lockdown, um, all non. Yeah, it's they, un, un, yeah it, it, it's new stuff. Okay. Yeah, if it's it as something like I think it's if it's new new construction can't start, but I think they can continue to finish existing, because it, they can they can argue it's in that stage where if they leave it, they'll have to restart all over again or something like that. Okay. So, well, plus you know, there's uh, like there there's a house in in behind us that just got started like they just laid the foundations a few days ago uh so it it must have been contractually already set up before the lockdown right and so it has to be done because you've got some people that <clears throat> excuse me are expecting to have a house to live in in, in a few months yeah. right right they've already exactly. sold their old place and and they need a place yeah. to move into that's available to them i, I guess yeah just new construction can't start right like, yeah you know, yeah. go, th go through that process or something. So, 
Well, hopefully once lockdown is over and you know restrictions are lifted again and we're finally able to do the uh the live stream from uh Kessel Run with their uh with their new store once it's available to the public hopefully you'll be able able to actually come down for that cuz uh we're going to be down some people yeah here's hoping here's hoping all right, uh, so uh, why don't we end it here, guys? Uh, thank you for joining mm-hmm. us for another episode, and uh, I guess we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Out of the Basement podcast. We'd like to thank Radio Free Music for our intro and outro music. Both songs were done by an amazing artist named Silent Partner. The intro music is called Drop and Roll, and the outro music is called Grand Navy Plaza. And we'll have links to both those songs in our show notes. If you liked what you heard and wish to support the show, please consider becoming a backer on Patreon. We can be found at patreon.com slash OOTBpod. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next time.